morning, everyone. Okay, Rosh Hashanah is officially less than two weeks away. So we're going to shift again back in our uh, study of Revolva's words, back to some uh, Rosh Hashanah in Yanim. We started some of these a little bit last year, but I assume it's been a long time since uh, we did it. So we'll go over some of the, uh, some new aspects of what we spoke about uh, last year. So what I want to spend uh, this week in Ritz Hashem, if we'll have another one uh, next week, is a practical, both one practical and one theoretical aspect of getting ready for uh, for this big day, this great Yom HaGadol V'Hanorah of Rosh Hashanah. So we'll, we'll do the Vat Sheni, it's on the page Tav Ches uh, Tet, on the top, of the top left, you see Vat Rishon, Vat Sheni. So we're going to do the bottom of the page, Vat Sheni. So the first line, we'll do the first line together, and the first line is really opens up a whole world of what it is that we're doing, and then that we'll spend the rest of the time on a practical uh, suggestion. First line says as follows, Kol HaTfilos Barash Hashanah. Every tefillah that we are going to say over the two days of Rosh Hashanah as we work through, and this is something that we sort of know and intuit, but it's uh, important to remind ourselves, Sovavos surrounds the idea as Gilui Malchuso Yisbarach Ba'olam Biyamos HaMashiach. Surrounds the idea of the revelation of Hashem's kingdom, kingship, in the world to come of the Imosa Mashiach. That when Mashiach will come, it will be clear that there's such a thing called the Ribbon Shalom in the world. That is every tefillah of Rosh Hashanah. When you think about what goes on, the way this Chazal structured the Machzor of Rosh Hashanah. So we think of Rosh Hashanah as a day of judgment, a day of din, a mi yichyeh, mi amus. That paragraph was inserted later into history of Unisana Tokev. But all of the Shmona Esrei tefillahs are focused on this idea of Hashem's revelation, that it should be nisgaleh, Hashem melech, Hashem malach, Hashem yimloch li'olam v'ed, that there should be a concept. And the, the critical thing of recognizing that is that when you yearn for something that's not, that means you're saying it's not here now, but this is what I want. I want to live in a world in which I recognize and not just I recognize, the entire Jewish people recognize. And not just the Jewish people recognize, but the nature of Rosh Hashanah is this universal desire for the whole world to recognize the Malchus, the kingdom, the kingship, the idea of Hashem being Melech over the entire world. It's a universal tefillah. The next phrase is such a beautiful phrase at the end of the first line. And we need to prepare lehis avos ulehis gageya. Lehisgalozos. Beautiful phrase. What does is, what is avos means? It's like the desire. And lehisgageya, ga'aguim, is the Hebrew word for this yearning. Like when you, a mother misses her child in camp, we say like mitgagat. She has this, like in her kish, because I can't wait, I miss, I want him to be here. So you have to prepare for that. You can't just walk into Rosh Hashanah and say like, I want you to be king. Like all of a sudden today, now, now you're here. If, if that's something that you want and it's something that you desire, it's something that you're, you're looking forward to. I'll go back to the camp, Marshall. The difference between, and this is stereotypical, and I, please take no offense at this, the difference between mom and dad approaching visiting day are, are, two, are two totally different worlds. Right? This is, this is the example. Mom puts the kid on the bus, and then circles the calendar date. How many days until visiting day? Like, and you're driving home, and Dad's like, we just put him on the bus. Like, can't we just exist? Like, 10 minutes of peace? And no. The moment the child is on the bus is this ga'agua, 
this taiva, when am I going to see him again? And dad is like, oh, visiting day is the worst day in the whole world. And then, and then visiting day comes, and mom is up at 4 o'clock in the morning like, come on, let's go, we're going to be the first one at the gate. And dad's like, I hate this day more than anything else. So, so that's the day you're going to go see the kid anyway. But like, how do you approach the day? So a day that you yearn to see Hashem as Melech, if, if you can't just show up and, like, the kid knows, by the way. It's like, if you think you could fool your kid, they know right away, the second we show up, how we feel about visiting day. And it's also the way that we, we leave. At the end of it, it's the same thing. So just that's Rosh Hashanah, is a yearning to see Hashem as Melech. So you have to prepare. It's really like, Elul's here. This is amazing. We're two weeks away from spending an entire day saying, Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach. There's no day like Rosh Hashanah. There's no day in which a Jew expresses his desire to see Malchus Shemaim. So you have to prepare for that. You have to be misave. You have to have a taiva, a desire, a yearning to want to see this. And then as the day goes through, it's not just like getting through the days. Like, these are the, this, is, this is like a visiting day. This is a, how do you feel about the whole day? So you need to prepare for that sentiment. The sentiment of wanting to see Hashem as king. Now again, that idea means I recognize right now that I live in a world in which Hashem is not recognized as king. That's the starting point. I have to recognize that the world is off. My life is off. The Jewish people are off. Something is wrong in the world because... It's not Hashem Melech, Hashem Melech. The world doesn't recognize it. The Jewish people don't recognize it. I don't recognize that the way that I should. And so the starting point of preparing for Rosh Hashanah is I'm not at a place that I recognize how off the whole world is because Hashem is not a Melech. And that's a crazy... Do you believe we live in a world... We have to like sort of say that. Let's just say this together. I live in a world Hashem is not a Melech. And I can't believe I live in a world in which not... Everyone recognize that, and I myself don't recognize that the way that I should. I, okay, that's a starting point. How do I get to the point in which I want that? I need that. So that's his practical suggestion. That's the philosophical kind of that. That's what we're going to do, Mirza Hashem and Rosh Hashanah. We've got to get ready for that. So how do, we, how do we do this? He has one very practical suggestion. The truth is, too, the first Vad, which we did not do, was focusing on Shema. The one Pasuk of Shema, which we say in the morning and at night, person says, a Jew says, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, to focus for a second on these next couple of weeks. We should always focus on Shema, of course, but uh, on what exactly that means. He has one other suggestion, and that, of course, is Kaddish, particularly Yehei Shemei Rabba, the third line. We have one, Yehari Amr B'Shabbos, Gemara says in Masech Shabbos, Amr Eshlakish Kol Ha'one, Amen, Yehei Shemei Rabba, Bechol Kocho, anyone who answers Yehei Shemei Rabba with all of his koach, it is opened for him the gates, plural, Sha'are Gan Eden. The Mark quotes a Pasuk, um, which ends with the word Shomer Emunim. The Mark says, Al Toymer Shomer. Don't read it as Shomer Emunim. Okay. What does Bechol Kocho mean? What does it mean, first of all, to say, Yehei Shmei Rabba Bechol Kocho? So Rashi and Tosfos argue whether it means with all of your kavana or it means with all of your voice, your strength, meaning out loud, a person has to say, you've sometimes been in shuls where you see a young yeshiva bacher taking this very literally, Yehei Shmei Rabba. That's what Rashi says. Rashi and Tosfos say, one says, it means with kavana, one says it means Bechol Kocho. The Gemara says, Bechol Kocho, you have to say it, you have to say it uh, out loud. What is this tefillah? 
What do the words mean? What does Chazal talk about this tefil in such a language? Ganeidin is opened up for you. What do the words mean? So, First of all, what does the Yud in front of the word make it into? A, a future tense. May it be. In the future, his great name should be Mivorach. What does the word Mivorach mean? So blessed. What does it mean to be blessed? What does it mean that his name should be blessed? So this is a really much longer discussion than many of the uh, uh, philosophical and Bali um, Machshava describe to, that it should be the source of all blessing, that his name should be recognized as the source of all blessing. When a Jew says, Yehei Shemei Rabbah Mivorach, that we're yearning, there should be a day where your name is recognized as the source of everything in the world. Morel points out, so what does it mean when we say that without Yud? So whenever you're yearning about something in the future, what are you saying about what's right now? It's, it's not. I, I live in a world in which your name is not recognized as the source of everything, and I want it to be that way. I, I want that. I, it's not now. I recognize that I live in a world in which it's not, but may your great name be recognized as that source. This is the idea. He, he goes into a whole approach as, uh, as long as there is a Malik that exists in the world. As we read about, uh, we just read it two weeks ago, Zechiras HaMalek. As long as there's evil in the world, so Hashem's throne is not perfect. It's not whole. There's still the existence of evil, and this is the eternal battle that the Jews have with Amalek, to remove evil so we could see Hashem's presence and throne as being uh, perfect and complete. And this requires kavana saleh, this requires intent, thought process of this yearning. So this suggestion, the simple suggestion that he makes, that every day, he said, Revolva says, just one Kaddish a day. He says, you should choose the Kaddish before Baruchu. He, cho- he identifies a specific Kaddish, to, to think, as you answer, Yehoshimei Rabbah, I live in a world that your great name is not recognized as a source of everything, but that's what I want. I want to live in a world in which your name is recognized, so that when I get to Rosh Hashanah, and we do that all day, that's all we daven for on Rosh Hashanah, that it should be nizgala al kol ha'olam kulo v'hofar ga'onu zecha, everything we should see, everyone should recognize Hashem, Melech Hashem, the whole day. I'm ready for that because I spent these next two weeks on Kaddish, on Yeheshmei Rabbah, yearning to see that great name so that the, those Ga'aguim, in other words, the calendar should be circled. This is the day we're, gonna, we're going. We're missing something. In the same way, again, going back to the Armashal, the mother recognizes, like, the house is empty. I, I, I don't like it, she always says. And the husband's like, this is great. No, I don't like it. I don't like that the kids aren't here. I can't wait till I see them again. I can't wait till I can bring them home. That is a Jew living in this world feeling something is wrong. Something's wrong in the house. Part of us says, no, no, it's great this way. I don't have this all responsibilities. I don't have to live in it. No, 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 it's wrong. It's off. Life is off. We live in the wrong place. There's a mask on the Harabayas. Hashem's presence is not here. And I don't want it this way. I want it to be the way that it should be. So we prepare once a day, Yeheshmei Rabbah. Yeheshmei Rabbah is that one line during Kaddish. I would add to his recommendation, which he doesn't even mention because I think he assumes it's obvious. But for whatever reason, he doesn't mention it. There should be no talking in Kaddish. Just whatever, even if there's only one, one Kaddish a day of Yeheshmei Rabbah in which it's Bechol Kocho, 
But as, as Kaddish is just, uh, is no talking. I'm not, there's not really a Kabbalah, like, this is like a halacha, but we'll, we'll use it as like, just no talking. Kaddish is silent because this is the tefillah in which we're yearning, yiskadal v'yiskadash, that yud, it's in the plural, may it become great, may it become recognized. That is the yearning of Hashem's presence being revealed in the, in the world and our ability to scream, Yehei Shmei Rabbah, and it's post-chum Shari Gan Eden. That is the, the gates of Gan Eden are open for us, and that is, that's the, pre- the preparation for what we're doing on Rosh Hashanah, because that literally is what we're doing on, uh, on Rosh Hashanah, and that's a great way to uh, be miga'agea, to uh, have the yearnings and the, uh, the desire to be able to see that. So we have a practical thing to be able to... Uh, to work through, um, I'm just looking to do. If anybody's saying Kai, we could say a Kai. We do. We'll say we'll say a Kaddish as we uh, as we conclude. Mitzvah Hashem, our pre- pre- preparation for uh, Rosh Hashanah.